You're listening to The Quoted Podcast Season 10, God is Working. This season is a chance to share how God is working in other people's lives. So, without further ado, let's go talk with this week's guest. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Quoted Podcast. Today, I have Jaden on here, and he has a podcast that will be linked below so go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Jaden. I run a podcast, as Ella just said on here. It's called Jaden's Bible Study. Um, I love to read, especially horror, mystery type type books. Um, mm-hmm. That's it, I guess. <laughs> nice to have you on today. So we have... I I think we're going to have a fun conversation yeah. and I'm interested to see what you say for these answers. So, like I've been asking everyone, how and when did you become a Christian? I think I became a Christian about 7 or 8. It was second grade, I believe, but uh mm-hmm. there was a story in Sunday school as we used to call it, but now it's called uh some small groups for kids, but uh, yeah, uh, it was about Jesus washing the disciples' feet, and I just think I felt God's calling to come towards him, like mm-hmm. to actually connect a relationship with him. Because they asked at the end of the little sermon they did or whatever if we wanted to follow Christ, and yeah, yeah. That's really good. You know, whenever I was coming up with this question, I was like, I don't even know what my answer would be because, like, I, I just feel like I've been a Christian for, for like ever. Like, I don't know. Right. And there's this thing I've kind of heard. It's like when you're younger, you don't really know what following Christ is all yeah. about. But then, and then it's like sometimes they do, but they don't at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, like sometimes there are like kids at concerts that are like screaming the words to the songs, and they're really little. Yeah, I see that sometimes. Yeah. So, how do you spend time with God every day? To be honest, I don't, and it's I'm trying, but I feel like it's really hard planning it out with time and everything. But. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to pray daily, but it doesn't always happen. But a few weeks back, I spent every day reading uh, My Jesus, the book by Ann Wilson. Yes. But that book was really good, being honest. Uh-huh. And it really opened my eyes up to, like, you aren't spending your time with God every day. Although I feel like I am, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it... Yeah. And... You flew through through that book though, and I think I thought that was really <laughs> funny because it took me longer. And like I said before, I cried so much <laughs> reading so did that I. book. So did I. Yes, like Anne Wilson has everyone in tears, but I still recommend that book to everyone because it's just that good. But okay, I wanted to talk a little bit before we move on. About this book. Okay. So there's a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And I read the book last year, but I also just started the little, what's it called? Bible plan on the Bible app. 
which I invited you to. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Okay. But, yeah, I just started that on the Bible app, and I thought this book was really interesting. It was definitely more like C.S. Lewis writing. Like, you have to really think about it. Yeah. But I really liked it, and so when you said that that you don't, you try to spend time with God, but sometimes it's hard. I get that. And so I, I wanted to talk about this for a second. So the book, like, elaborates on how quick we are always trying to be. And as I've, because I have my permit, I've been practicing driving. I always notice that there are so many people that are probably more experienced drivers, but they go over the speed limit. So I'm yeah. over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over here going, like, 35 and then there's someone going 40 and I always wonder where are you going that you need to go over the speed limit like right same exact thing (laughs) I was I had to drive to church yesterday and or yes we're recording this on Monday so yeah yeah Sunday but uh (laughs) I was driving to church and I'm going exactly 70. There's this guy that uh, goes past me, most likely going 80. Oh. On the interstate. Wait, that's that's scary, though. It is. I'm in the right lane, but uh, yeah, I had to pass two 18-wheelers, and apparently I was too close to the right-hand oh. lane, to my, according to my grandpa, that the 18-wheeler oh. honked at me. I didn't notice it. Oh. Too focused on the road. Yeah. I was, according to my grandpa, I was too close to that right-hand lane and almost cut the guy off. Oh. But the thing is, going that fast, I'm more focused on road only. Yeah. True. And, yeah, like, there's so much you have to, like, pay attention to. Like, I'm almost ready to just be driving by myself. Because, right? no offense to anyone, but... My parents like to, like, yell almost. Yes. And I'm just, like, I'm so stressed. I'm, like, I'm just trying to focus on what I'm doing here. Like, and you're yelling at me. Like, I don't know whenever what I'm I doing. go on the interstate, like, my parents have now said, we're making it when you go on the interstate to focus on one thing. They set my cruise control, and I have to focus oh. on staying in the lane. That's, that's actually, a- that's a good idea. But then my parents also have the fact, uh, or my grandpa was telling my grandmother, like, he needs to learn how to do speed control as well. <laughs> but, like, you need to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. But the thing is also, like, I was glancing at traffic that I thought but I was only looking for, like, two or three seconds. But apparently I was looking for a lot longer. Because, <laughs> like, I'm glancing because my parents said, yeah, traffic. You are supposed to look every three to ten seconds or else you can get docked on the test. Okay. Hey, that's a heads up for you right now. <laughs> yeah. I hope that my test is easy because I only have to, I have to drive in Menden for 20 oh. minutes. Um, we're not going to say where that is because we're not supposed to be telling our locations on here. Just somewhere, <laughs> somewhere named Menden, you know, <laughs> but I feel like it might be a little bit easier because it's usually it's it's a small town, so usually there aren't that many people. I don't know. Well, let's just say where I'm driving is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and going along with that, but also back to what you said, I just feel like 
we're, there's so there's always so much to do and so little time to do it. But it's always important to point out that God understands if we don't have time for Him. He knows that we're we're busy, and when we do spend time with Him, it does it makes Him happy. But for anyone struggling to find time with God, just pray about it, act on it, and find time in your day to spend with Him. Maybe set a reminder. Reminders really help. Mm -hmm. And just know that He understands because, yeah, even I'm like that sometimes. I've been doing, like, not on the prayer side, but, like, on the Bible reading side, I've been doing good this year. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. So... What is one way that you've seen God work in your life? Uh, I'm going to go on the uh, guardianship side of it. Where I, okay. When I was in second or third grade, right around the time I accepted Christ, um, mm-hmm. or no, it was the year after, so it had been third grade. Okay. Um, my parents, or my mother and my stepdad got into drugs and all that stuff. So. Oh. I don't know who called CPS or whatever, but they had to get involved and we had to live between my grandparents and my my parents. Uh, but the thing mm-hmm. was, it was just um, going through all the core stuff and all that, seeing how all that works, I feel like, but also yeah. feeling God's presence through that comforting me saying like mm-hmm. or how I felt it it's okay to be sad about this, not living with your parents, whatever, like, but now I'm okay with it. Like it's, it's whatever. Now I see them around Mm -hmm. the big holidays and everything, but I feel like it's helped me in the long run. And I don't mean that to be rude to my parents, but like, I felt like it's helped me in the long run, not being with them with all the Mm -hmm. drugs and everything. Yeah. Like where God has you right now. Yeah. Is where you need you feel like you need to be. Exactly. Yeah. I get I get that because like I was talking I don't know who I was talking to one time about like divorce. Like I feel like my parents divorcing is right, basically. Like it just it feels right. All the people that I've met since then. And that sounds so weird to say or like you're attacking one of them, but you're not. Yeah. It's, but it's like, is that, that's God's way for our life. So it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that was a good answer for number four how you've seen God work in your life. Yeah. Um, yes. So. Who are some of your favorite Christian ar- artists, sing- singers, authors, podcast hosts, etc.? See, I don't really read Christian books except the Bible, obviously, mm-hmm. but some singer-slash-artist. Let's go down this list. <laughs> let's, let's go. So, Ann Wilson, Matt Redman, T.C. Mm-hmm. Wynums, I think that, that's how you pronounce your last name. It might be Winnens. I don't know. No clue. Something like Matt, that. Matt Marr, Matthew West, Hillsong United, For King and Country, mm-hmm. Building 429, New Song, who is really good, um, mm-hmm. Casting Crowns, Pentatonics, 
Jeremy Camp, Phil Wickham, Mandisa, mm-hmm. Austin French, Jesus Culture, Need to Breathe, Sean B., who was at Winter Jam. And he yes. Was, and I actually just started listening to him. Danny okay. Goki. Danny Goki's on there, too. Um, Lauren Daigle. I'm going to go into a little bit of detail here. That's okay. somebody who's going to not be on my podcast, but I'm, we're going to talk about her. Because okay. I'm doing this episode on, or these, the season on uh, artists who say they're Christian or say they're not. And if they truly are. Mm-hmm. You can tell by their actions and stuff. Like, for example, Lauren Daigle, I think it was 2013, came out and said none of her songs were about God. They're about boys and stuff like that. But I yeah. found that hard to believe. Yeah, and she's coming out with a new single on Wednesday. Oh. I forgot what it was called, but I think it's a Christian song. So that's why I'm, like, <laughs> iffy on that. But yeah. I'm interested yeah. to see to hear your podcast episode on it. Okay. Uh, she's probably gonna be towards the end, if I'm being honest, because I'm gonna okay. leave her because she was the first one that I had the idea of, and so I started doing. Yeah, research. she's probably gonna be the towards the end. But and I, I'm oh, go ahead. Yeah, continue. Oh, okay. I was just gonna mention, and I am doing another reacting episode. I'm trying to keep it a secret, but I'm gonna plan it soon because I found another artist to react to. Yeah, yeah. continue, continue on. <laughs> Uh, Sanctus Real, North Point Worship. I love their uh, When Death Was Arrested. Oh, okay. Francesca ba- Balaschetti. Balaschetti. Thank I you. Think. <laughs> Belanca, who sang a uh, different drum. I like that song too. Oh. Um, Elevation Worship. Cade Thompson. Vertical Worship. Jordan Felice and Corey Asbury. That's a really good list. Yes. I feel bad whenever I ask people that, and then they, like, list off all these Christian artists, and I'm like, I do not listen to as much Christian music as I would like to. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and it's just like, that's all I really do listen to, unless it's, like, on Spotify, like, it's a podcast of crime and horror. That's that's the only reason I'll go away from music on that. Well, I'm I'm blaming Olivia Rodrigo for yeah. my music taste because that's what started it, and now I just have gone off onto so many different artists, and like I do, I listen to like Ann Wilson, Riley Clemens. That's the extent of it. So yeah. I try to just like be like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's okay. It is what it is. Yeah. Any podcast recommendations? Uh, let me go check Spotify real fast. Okay. One person that has been mentioned like in almost every episode of this season has definitely been Ann Wilson. I feel like she has been in the hot spot lately because um, I've heard so many guests mention her name and I'm like yes we we all need to hear Ann Wilson's music because it's really good podcast recommendation I have is uh, Duck Call Room by Cy Robertson and Justin Martin they are from Duck Dynasty oh I noticed that I found out they had a podcast and I've started to listen to that it's that's cool. pretty good okay is that all 
Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. I actually did not know about that. So, I... Okay, when you read this quote that says, choose God's opinion over everyone else's, what do you think about, what do you think it means, or and how could you apply this quote to your life? Well, what do I think about? I think about immediately what comes to mind is what other people think of Christians in general. Like all mm-hmm. the negative Nancy type yeah. things they throw about out about us. But that's a general like thing. Like that's only yes. some Christians that they met once in their life. Not all of us are like that. And then there's, mm-hmm. as the quote said, choose God's opinion over, over anybody else's. Well, God's opinion is the only one that matters. So, yeah. for example, if someone has a bad opinion on me, I shouldn't care. Mm-mm. That's um, true. How should I apply this to my life? Actually not caring about what people think. Now, do I do that? Not all the time. <laughs> it's, it's really hard when certain comments come up. Yeah. There are certain comments that I don't really want to go into that come up that are just like, why in the world would you say that? They get they push me off into a certain mood, like anger or sadness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That answer reminds me, one of my friends, we're going to keep this anonymous, was telling me a day that she was working with someone on the school play that was really bothering her. Like, just being... I'm not... Like, yes, and, like, being in control without consulting her about what she's doing. Because my friend is, like, one of the... I don't know, main people. Like, she's in charge of this certain thing. And then this other girl is just trying to, like, get in the way and just keeps doing the wrong things and just being really rude and stuff. And so she was talking about how she was trying to be patient with this girl who was really bothering her and just really being annoying. And that just reminded me of what you said because there are a lot of instances where we don't need to care about others' opinions um, it's kind of similar. But for me, whenever I look at this quote, I go more on the personality looks side of things because um, I think about it, how easy it is for people to worry about what others think about them. Because like mm-hmm. even I do this, as you said, it is a struggle. Like I see someone that is beautiful, has good looking hair, and I just wonder why my hair has to be fr- so crazy because that's like the main thing that I will compare with. Yeah. I will just look at people's hair and I'll be like, how does their hair look so much better than mine? Like no matter how hard I try, it just does not look great. And comparison is something that I know everyone has. And I've read so many like inspirational quotes and Instagram stories or whatever reminding people don't compare yourself to others but no matter how hard I try how hard we remind each other of that I feel like we still continue to compare ourselves to one another and it seems hard but 
this quote is just another reminder that's one of the millions of reminders out there not to worry about what anyone thinks about you except for God, which yeah. brings me to my motto lately, which every morning before school, or not every morning, but like when I need to, I say, there's no one to impress but God, because I don't need to be impressing anyone but him, and for a while, I don't know if you knew this, but I was sitting in front of the guy I used to like in class. That was, like, last semester. And so, like, I got to the point where I was like, I don't need to put on mascara. I don't need to try to make myself look good every no, single thanks. day. Yeah, every single day I sit in front of him, even though I used to have feelings for him. I don't need to try to impress him every single day because he obviously doesn't care. So there's no one to impress with God. And we don't need to care about what everyone else thinks about us because we're all sinful and we're not all going to think good things about one another. See, you saying that now makes me think kind of the same. It's just like we don't need to impress anybody. And we especially need that for tomorrow. Like we don't need to impress these colleges with that. Yeah. Perfect 36 AC, or ACT score. It's whatever. ACT, although mm-hmm. it does matter to get into college, it yeah. should really be a uh, determining of how your worth. It shouldn't determine our worth when God determines our worth. True. And, like, even if you don't get into your dream college, there's God still has a plan for you. Because I feel like when... When you become a senior, people always stress about what college am I going to go to? What am I going to do with my life? And, like, for me, I've not really been thinking about college. Uh, every every time someone asks me about it, I'm like, please don't tell me. Please don't bring it up right now. Because, like, I don't want to think about that yet. And yeah. I just kind of just want to, like, trust God with wherever that goes. And, and yeah. like, I have an idea of what I want to do where I want to go, blah, 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 but it's not important enough for me to worry about that right now in that new environment. Right. My parents have said the same thing. They're like, you still have a year to decide, but I've learned yeah. the exact thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. And we're actually uh, recently went on a college tour of LSUA. Oh. But uh, that was interesting. But we didn't <laughs> do any of the actual campus tour we did a uh just dormitory oh okay but yeah found that's... out the act score i need to go there and what they have like oh my one thing i want to go in but i don't feel like that's where god's calling me is cyber security they have oh. a, i'm there but i need to get a uh 21 act score i think oh maybe a 17 okay but but the other one, and I think I've told you this, is that is Kids Pastor. I think you have, yeah. I'm actually in a mentorship slash help uh, teaching the kids any week I want uh, mm-hmm. type thing with the Kids Pastor at my church, which that's where I'm mainly focusing, but that's probably not going to be a thing until when I actually have money. Because pa- it's sad that pastors don't make good money. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. It's like they actually help us as Christians. They help us like yeah. guide our life. They pre- 
preach to us on Sundays, which is sometimes you can just say like teaching children, especially mm-hmm. if it's a kids pastor or a uh, youth pastor. Just like teaching kids, but it's just it's sad that they don't get paid enough, which is why yeah. that's probably later down the road when I actually have sufficient money to support myself. <laughs> which God's going to provide anyway. It's just like if I'm yes. down in the dumps with money, if I'm broke pretty much, God's going to provide in that case. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, that makes me think about how much I wish that money wasn't something to be worried about because like I want to be a writer I want to do anything that has to do with writing but since I've been writing my next book I've been going slow with it and I realize I can't be a back-to-back author where I have deadlines and stuff I have to like go at my own pace which is why I'm like what am I gonna do writing wise it's gonna make me enough money if I don't want to write as fast as every other author, basically. Yeah, yeah, and all the other, I feel like all the other authors and stuff out there, like, let's just use uh, Jennifer Lynn, Lynn Barnes, for example. Yeah. She, she has books published, like, I feel like every other year. <laughs> yes. Like, like, for example, the newest book uh, that I've seen, at least from her, is going to be The Hawthorne Brothers. Yes. Technically the fourth book in the Inheritance Game series, but it's more of a spinoff. Mm-hmm. And um, that's coming out late July, I believe. Oh, it's this year, isn't it? It's this year, I think it's Jul- like July thirtieth, or maybe August. Yeah, that was funny because she's like, okay, I- she comes out with Final Gambit, and then she's like, oh, um, surprise, we have a spinoff series coming next year. Exactly. Like she's she's on the grind and Diana Urban, I see all the time. She's like secret project number three, secret yep. project number yep. four. Yep. We haven't even gotten to lying in the deeps released yet. And she's already over here working on so many other things. <laughs> Which is why I'm like, I can't go like that. Like right. I know I have school in between writing, but for some reason, I get headaches way too easily, and then when I try to sit down yes. and write, I'm like, I can't focus on this right now. And so see, I have, yeah, I have to have time. Yeah, and see, another book that I'm really excited for is if Ann Wilson comes out with another one. <gasps> Ooh. I, if she does, if she does. I hope she does, though. Yes! But, like, I feel like My Jesus was mainly about why yeah. she wrote that book. Or why she and the song, yeah. Yeah, why she wrote the song in general was what that book was about, and that that's good. That's what I don't I don't want to say that's what Christian books should be about, but that's what I feel like if a songwriter come a Christian songwriter comes out with a book, I feel like mm-hmm. that's what it should be about. Yes, like how God gets them through yeah. life. Yeah. Like a uh, long time ago, I read Jamie Grace's book. Um, she used to be like a big Christian singer. She was like my favorite singer, and then she stopped making songs. But she had a book that she wrote, and in it, she like wrote about how she had Tourette's. I think that's how you say it, and yeah. like how she got through like that. And then Jeanette McCurdy. I don't know if she's really a Christian, mm. but her. She probably isn't really. Her memoir, <laughs> her memoir, I think it was. That yeah. was like about her life, which didn't really have much to do with God because she kind of 
ran away from God in that memoir, but it was really heavy what? and it just showed what she went through. Wasn't that called like How I Hate My Mother or something like that? Uh, I'm glad my mom died. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. And that, okay, I had to put that down for like a day because I looked, I started looking up pictures of her mom and then I started imagining her like being in my house and like being controlling like that (laughs) nope nope nope. i I freaked myself out from that book so but i did eventually finish it and it was it was good but like it was a lot and i don't agree with a lot (laughs) see what's throwing me off about that book is just the title in general yeah and I ke- I've seen, like, several videos of her, like, talking about why she called it that. And I get why she called it that, because her mom played a big part in her life, but it wasn't always a good part. So yeah. I feel like she finally became who she wanted to be once her mom died, so she felt more free. Right. Even though she loved her mom, her mom was a little bit toxic. Right, and we all, we all love our parents, but a lot of yes. them can be toxic. make yes and make mistakes just like we do because we're yeah. not per- they're not perfect either. And I was okay. I have um in my English class we write little journal entries every day, and our question today was: If you were a parent, what would you do or like something? And I was writing about how. I would make sure that my kids are, like, watching the right TV shows and make sure they're in, like, I'm in control of them because there are so many parents out there that are just teaching their kids the wrong things, like, the fact that we're we're made from monkeys. I actually heard someone say that to their child one time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and that was, like, a while ago, and I just wish that I had, in that moment, gone up to them and been like, you really think we're made from monkeys? We came from monkeys? <laughs> I know which teacher you're talking about because I've had that yeah. teacher too. We had to do it. We were in cyber society in that class my freshman year. We had to do journal entries every day about the, some of the same exact stuff. Well, this wasn't a teacher for me, though. It was just like a random person at a museum. It was at a museum? Yeah, there was a mom. We She was playing. There was like a, a teacher with journal entries. Well, th- that was... Um, separate. That was the teacher with the journal entries. That was about like parenting. Like, so that's all from me. Um, don't forget, um, Jaden. Uh, we have, have a podcast, Jaden's Bible Study. It'll be linked down in the description. Um, God loves you. All right, that's all I have. Bye. Thanks so much, Jaden, for being on my podcast this week. And thank you to everyone listening. I had such a fun conversation and I'm so excited to be talking with some more guests in the next few weeks to come. I really hope you've been enjoying season 10 so far. I've had some really great conversations with some really amazing people and I'm just really excited for you to hear the next guest. Next week, I'm going to be talking with one of my like best friends ever and I will reveal who that is later on. But thanks for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And please come back next Thursday for a new episode of The Quoted Podcast. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Quoted Podcast. I'll be revealing next week's guest over on my Instagram, and I hope you come back next Thursday to see who I talk with. Remember that this season is going to have 11 episodes with 11 guests instead of 10, so I hope you're excited. Thank you.